0: Wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 57. I'm your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert.
1: And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop collector, Steelers fan, uh, just all out. List all your accolades. I want to hear more. What else you got? (laughs) Yeah, keep going. I like comics. I like DC. (laughs) I like Marvel. I like Dragon Ball. (laughs) All right, and cut. (laughs) It's Andy. It's Andy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and Liverpool supporter and (laughs) Phillies fan who are going to the World Series, Jeremy.
1: Are they actually, or are you just predicting...
2: No, they are. No, they're, they're go- they won okay. yesterday to go to the world's <laughs> I
1: told you, I don't want to really, play <laughs> told
2: you I just like- know you
0: were like, do you see he's good? Andy likes the Steelers, <laughs> and then other than that, he's like sport ball. I don't know what that is. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd rather watch bowling than baseball. <laughs> bowling?
0: Ball- <laughs> ah. Well, all the bowling fans that are listening to us, We appreciate you joining us for episode 57. Today we are going to be talking about a scathing MJF promo that he cut on William Regal. The whole promo was great. We're going to be talking about Hangman Adam Page, just kind of in general, and what's next for him. Uh, He suffered a pretty serious uh, blow during one of the matches, and we'll discuss that. And we're going to be talking about NXT Halloween Havoc from the other night. Uh, Before we get started, please... uh, Go on our social. Go to any social media, really. Search at the PW Fan, and we should pop right up. And if you go over to YouTube and search the PW Fan, you will find our catalog of episodes for this year, last year, everything we got. And we got t-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW Fans. The PW Fan. I'm sorry. And uh, we have three designs up there, and if you could check that out, we appreciate it. Fan of the week, and I'm pretty sure I've got the uh, I'm the right person bought one. Uh, but from the Slippery Stallings podcast, thank you, Nick Carlo. Appreciate you, buddy. Saw that you ordered one. That is very cool. Uh, really, really appreciate that. We can't wait to get one of your shirts. Um, yeah, I think that takes care of the social media stuff kind of run through that. Andy, I'm just going to give it over to you and let's jump right into wrestling this week, man.
1: Alrighty. Uh, we're all open up this week with the uh, a big brawl between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Um, in the end, after, you know, lots of security guards and pull-aparts and spears through barricades, I believe Bobby Lashley got the better um, of Brock Lesnar for once. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it was announced that uh, the reason why they're doing this feud is for Crown Jewel. I guess the prince two likes big guys. big guys. Two big guys. Two the big prince boys. Prince loves them. It's just like um, Vince. Yeah, the prince loves them. Um, yeah, so they are gonna be wrestling each other at Crown Jewel. I don't think there's a stipulation or anything with that.
2: Um I mean, that was a match that I think everyone wanted to see, anyways. Before, because it never happened, right?
1: No, we it happened, day one oh, pay per right. view yeah, or whatever. Yeah, around then, yeah. Just never no mind. titles involved this time. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> uh, after that, we had the OC beating Alpha Academy, but afterwards, uh, the Judgment Day comes out and they um, have a back and forth promo with um, with the OC. That was a entertaining promo between the two. Um, Balor kind of making fun of the whole too sweet stuff, and uh, in the end, though, AJ challenged Dominic Mysterio to a match later on in the night. In the night, and we will get to that and the outcome of that. Um, yeah, anything to say about this back and forth or this feud? Uh I believe I think it was actually during this promo that they challenged one another to uh, a six-man tag at Crown Jewel. So that's another match that was added.
2: That'd be a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked how they actually acknowledged outside of WWE's things in this. Like, Balor was like, I started the club, you know, referring to New Japan and Bullet Club and all that. Um, Yeah, I said
1: more about that tonight. Yeah. We'll have to cover that next week.
2: Yeah. But it was nice to see a change of kind of like, not just in WWE stuff.
1: I do like this feud,
2: though. Yeah.
1: Probably mainly because four out of the six of them do have a history together.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like when they have a history, it's kind of easy to write the storylines then. Because they can use that.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, after that, we had a Seth Rollins promo, um, where he's basically saying he's the best U.S. champion of all time. And uh, it was kind of supposed to be a celebration for him. Uh, Mustafa Ali, though, came out interrupted and ended up, I believe, smacking the glasses off of Seth Rollins.
2: And, Celebrations uh, never go right in wrestling, so. No, never.
1: Um, and, you know, Mustafa Ali said that Bobby Lashley had told him that he would be next in line, and he was hoping Seth was going to do the same thing. And Seth said, no, back of the line, he's the new champ. <laughs> um. But more on that later in the night. Um, well, I want to add, I kind of like the whole Mustafa Ali gimmick right now. They're giving yeah, him more his, TV time. He's actually doing stuff and cutting Promos.
2: Yeah, his look is pretty cool, too, compared to what, I guess, previously he had. I forget, like, the yeah. that, um, the outfit. that I can't think of it. The Power Ranger outfit, almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black and blue. He would, he would yeah. come out in the
2: light and the mask. That was like Yeah, the, the mask yeah, and all that.
1: Uh, JBL returned to Raw this week and... Uh, very, baggy shit. very baggy pants. Very so baggy pants. Extremely baggy. Huge. It looked like a suit that wasn't tailored. <laughs> uh, my, my, my man was he rocking He a lot of shit. He had those
0: 1995 Jinkos on, dude. They were huge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he talked a lot of shit about OKC, which they were in, and, you know, saying... There's such a better place down right near them, which is Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he introduced a brand-new Baron Corbin, which kind of looked like Baron Corbin before. He's not Happy Corbin anymore. Yeah. He's just, I don't know. He's basically Baron Corbin with money is the gimmick.
2: Yeah, and JBL is the manager now. Yeah,
1: or at least was reintroducing him, yeah. Yeah. Because last time we saw Baron Corbin, he hopped into JBL's limo. Uh oh, that's right, so yeah. he's been off for, like, over a month. Um, Baron Corbin beat Dolph Ziggler in a match, and before that, JBL was saying that Dolph Ziggler wouldn't have made it during the Attitude Era. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's a size thing that he was trying to get at or something.
2: JBL would have kicked him out of the locker room. Yeah. He'd done something to him. Uh, we
1: had AJ Styles versus Dominic Mysterio. This did not go the way I'd hoped. Uh, AJ Styles got a little distracted, and Dominic beat him with a roll-up. Clean finish to AJ Styles yes. from Dominic Mysterio. Tim, what's your thoughts on this? Dominic Mysterio beating AJ. Um,
0: I mean, it's not like they like did it clean or anything. You know what I mean?
1: But No, he did get distracted. Dominic, today on Raw, was bragging that it was clean, but we all know it, it was not. No.
2: Yeah, I mean, they had to give him an hour. I'm, I'm just curious to see what they do next. Yeah.
1: Um, Throughout the, the night, Miz was faking a knee injury so that he wouldn't have to wrestle Dexter Loomis. And when it finally came time for their match, Dexter came out and Miz attacked him from behind with a chair. And the match never happened. I so, don't get the storyline. Nope. Don't know where they're going. They haven't even announced the match <laughs> at, like, Crown Jewel or anything, so... He's just creepy man. And Miz. so
2: it's so a Dex Dexter Loomis still doesn't work in WWE technically in the storyline. And no. yeah, somehow I guess just shows up.
1: Johnny Gargano was um, kind of mad at Miz for doing that. And he said he would regret it. Um, he said the only reason he said, I know Dexter. Well, and the only reason why he's coming after you is uh, you have to admit to what you did. And Miz is Saying that he never did anything. So, I don't know what they're alluding to. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean there's probably they, something like that, but it's just They
0: should probably just leave this out and skip over it. Just wrap awesome. it up. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up. That's just as a friend of mine used Maybe. to say, as a friend of mine used to used to say, shout out to an old buddy Devin. He would when things got too weird or we took the joke too far, he would just do a classic end cut. End cut. And
1: just end <laughs> and cut. Just, let's, let's just stop it.
2: <laughs> well, we did have a
1: return this week on Raw, and it was Elias. Elias was out in the ring this time he was playing piano. Uh, Matt Riddle came out in the middle of it, said he liked Elias, and he got along with Ezekiel. And <laughs> he brought out his bongos and asked Elias if he wants to hit his bong. Um <laughs> But they were about to play, and then Seth Rollins came out for his match against uh, Matt Riddle. During this match, uh, Elias and Mustafa Ali both got involved. So I don't, I can't remember if there was a winner or not, or maybe Rollins did win because of a distraction. But I have a feeling it might end up getting to like a fatal four-way for this championship between the four guys.
2: So I feel like it's going to be a really good match, then. Yeah. Probably a so, crown jewel.
1: Um, was it Raw or was it Smackdown this week that had Uncle Howdy for the first time?
0: It was Smackdown, I thought. I thought he was was exclusive to Smackdown.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but during the segments, they'll like flash up stuff on the screen.
2: I didn't see that then if they did that.
1: I'll just say it was on Smackdown then when we get to Smackdown. (laughs) Uh, but that wrapped up. Overall, if you guys wanted to add anything, nope, nope. <laughs> all right, let's move on to. Dynamo yeah, I mean, days. I mean, overall, let uh, start with. S-
0: overall, I didn't think it was like a, you know, crazy show or anything. I thought furthering the stuff with, uh, you know, AJ was cool, even though he lost to Dominic. But other
1: than that, it was all good. <laughs> I will I say do. this: even even there's shows that aren't like crazy good and they're just average there still hasn't been nothing i want to call stupid going on in the show since triple h has taken over
2: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah and I, i think having bray wyatt exclusively on smackdown and i think a few other people now it kind of definitely feels like smackdowns they're obviously their a show now um but i just feel like once they get cody back he'll be on probably raw i think
1: um, I mean, they gotta separate the belts, man. Yeah. If you're gonna. If you're gonna have a champ that's hardly ever defending it. At least have one belt that's gonna be being
2: defended. Yeah. yeah so I feel like Raw kind of lacks that a little bit. If there's anything wrong with it right now, but that's the only thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dynamite this week.
1: I want to start off by uh, talking about. After Tony Storm and Hidikaru Shida's match, uh, Soraya ended up brawling with Britt Baker around the arena a little bit. So she is definitely cleared. <laughs> definitely now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you didn't think she was before, she is absolutely cleared.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool to see. It's just nice to see when people come back from injuries like that, so they got they can go again. And also mm-hmm. it seems like she's getting like the ring rust off of her now.
1: I'm still going to be scared watching every time, but...
2: I mean, yeah, but that's the same way as like Brian Danielson. Whenever he falls on his head, I'm like, get up. Please. Look, there's a
1: lot going around this week of videos of botches in AEW and how they're untrained. Yeah. How well, Tony Khan bra- bragged about, you know, people being untrained. It just made me, hey, I, I saw Ty Mello dump Ruby Rose on her freaking neck. Like, if that happened to Soraya, see ya.
0: I don't think yeah. that was Ty, that was Sammy.
2: Uh, that's right, yeah, because she did like that little move, and then he's supposed to drop her.
1: He just like oh, threw. God. He just like. Oh, threw it was Ty that broke Ruby's nose or something. Yeah, or he just
2: kind of like dumped her.
1: They beat anyway, her up. That couple beat the her whole up pretty Montage of botches. <laughs> yeah, watch the whole montage of botches from AEW this Speaking week. Speaking of, and of was that, I
0: heard uh, T. I heard TK is trying to take take down those accounts, those AEW botch accounts and stuff.
1: Yep, that's what I sent you. Yeah. 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 Well, don't brag. Like I said, don't brag about how you. He's like, we don't really train people. We're not really doing the training. We're like, okay, well, the work's showing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, like everyone does that with videos. Like WD does the same thing, take down stuff, but yeah. it's just more obvious in AEW. You know, well, there's
1: so many botches within such a short amount of time, of a especially
2: company. on like dark, because those are definitely the lesser trained people
1: okay can we talk Let's move
2: about...
0: Forward
1: to the bit or to I
0: are we gonna I don't know we're... when we're, I don't know where we're gonna squeeze this in but now feels like the appropriate time because we're talking about just dark and botches and weird stuff and we never talk about this so I don't know where else we're gonna squeeze it in um what is ember moon's character now
2: Athena yeah
0: Athena. why did she beat the hell out of that girl on dark did
1: you watch that <laughs> video I sent? She beat the shit out of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched Apparently like, everything was all good backstage afterwards.
2: I watched it like ten times. They did have a meeting backstage afterwards.
1: Yeah, they had a meeting backstage afterwards, but apparently everything was fine. Yeah. No, that's good. I don't know. She, yeah, well, they were saying I'm that like, she was playing that they were saying that she was playing into the booze. I don't know. I think that I it is a character change, but seems a little like,
2: overboard if that's what you're gonna do for it. Yeah, when they went backstage like guys, it's you not like so. kill each other. Like this is supposed to be like we're working together here. Like you drop kicked her goes, into like, to another dimension.
1: To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the outside,
0: <laughs> she time traveled after that.
1: She, she she did like twice. Yeah. And then she the, got on top of her and like fucking beat the fuck out of her head. Yeah.
0: See, I think the scariest one, but even more than that. Look, she could have just been laying. That to be fair. She could have just been laying the elbows in stiff and just making them look really aggressive. I just thought the drop kick was a little too much, and she kind re- of reck- recklessly yeah. dumped her over the ropes to the outside. Other than that, I was like, the rest of it could have just been, maybe she's just, like, working really
2: stiff. and. Dude, tight.
1: that kick, though, into the barricade. I know. <laughs> in a different dimension. <laughs> so hard.
2: <laughs> and... I think what makes it worse is that she, like Athena, was supposed to be like the, um, the pro, like the veteran, She's and like, oh, she I'm was like good. destroying this girl. You
0: know, I did say that I wanted the old days of the business back. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> you take that young boy in there and you smack him around a little bit, tell him that wrestling, ask him <laughs> if wrestling's real. Say, so, so you want to be a wrestler? Huh? So you want to be a wrestler?
1: Stretching
0: out, stretching out a little bit.
1: <laughs> Go away, Stu. Thank you, Stu. Um I want to talk about the best part of the show though, and quite possibly the best promo all year. MJF cut a promo on William Regal. Alright, let's try to summarize this the best we can. MJF talked about how years ago when he was nineteen he had a tryout with WWE. And after his tryout, you know, and people getting cut. William Regal took him backstage and said, sell me yourself in three minutes. MJF did, and after telling him his age, Regal said he was too young but to send him clips of himself monthly. After a couple months uh, in the clips, Regal basically uh, said he, in a way he didn't have time for it anymore or uh, that he... What did he
2: say? Uh, I think he basically was, like... This is when they were going for, like, athletes
1: over... Like, make yourself a star. Yeah. Basically, is what he was saying. And MJF apparently had that text message still, and he read it all the time, and... um, Do you think he actually had it on his
2: phone when he was in the ring?
1: Who knows? I mean, I I really don't know. He could have screenshot it and kept it. He said he reads it every day, but... Yeah. Again, it's wrestling, so that's... (laughs) <laughs> Could not be real. Either way, he sold it very well, uh, and he, he used it as the driving force to get to where he is today. Rio basically ended up saying that, you know, if if that made you upset, an email made you upset, then you wouldn't have made it in my day when he was getting the like Tim was saying the shit beat out of you at sixteen <laughs> years old. In, that's what uh, Tim in wants. To see. Circus. Yeah, that's what Tim wants to see. Yeah.
2: Stretch
0: him run. up. <laughs> I want to see you get your chops in, lay him in, and just when the rookie's starting <laughs> to lose his breath, that's when you let him go. There's an old Stu anyway, Hart though, clip. The promo was amazing. <laughs> oh, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. There's an old Stu Hart clip where he, <laughs> he he's talking about like he's like I think it's in um, Wrestling with Shadows. He's like, "Hey, sir." You want to wrestle, sir? And he's like, yeah, we'll wrestle you around a little bit. So he, like, takes these two fucking guys <laughs> in the basement. And, dude, he just stretches the shit out of them. It's so funny. Actually, keep going with the show. I'm going to bring up the audio of it and just, put, <laughs>
2: and
1: just
0: put it on there.
1: Well, I was just going to ask you your guys' opinion on this awesome promo. Because that was pretty much it.
2: Oh, I thought this was the, yeah, definitely one of not one of the best. I think the best promo segments on any show this year uh, just like the, the way that mjf can tell a story and sound like i don't know like it's to realistic top
1: three promos i want to say it might yeah. be number one for all i know i'd have to watch them all i feel like it was number
2: know. one just because regal also like the way he delivered his promo too yeah like to me that like those two i was like waiting so long for them to be having this if you have
1: not seen the promo or heard it, I suggest you go out of your way and listen yeah. or watch it. All right. Let's it's pause. Fantastic, MJF is only 26 years old, and the dude is a superstar in my book. Yeah. Go on, Tim. Uh,
0: actually, never mind. I thought Jeremy cut this. I thought I had the audio, and I don't.
2: It oh, something else. <laughs> Alright. What what do you think about the promo tip? Oh it
1: was, MJF. You.
0: so I thought the MGF promo was absolutely spectacular. I mean it's definitely the most it felt the most genuine and you know he's said a lot over the years. But you know what, there's probably some truth there. It probably did upset him when he got that that letter and now, you know, but he probably used that. So it's I really enjoyed the promo. I think it's his best one that he's done,
1: at least since coming back. Oh, I mean, since coming back, yeah, absolutely. I think this entire year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would rank in, it up in there. All bi- in all uh, companies, I think it's yeah. the best wrestling promo this year. Yeah. Um, After that, we had a ROH World Title defense. Chris Jericho versus Dalton Castle, alongside of the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. Dalton <laughs> um, Castle. Dalton Castle wrestled this. He would call silly goose. Chris Jericho. <laughs> um, I mean, I did not think the match was all that, but it was an yeah. ROH title defense, and Jericho mm-hmm. did win.
2: I mean Dalton Castle at least to me is more of like his character I I like his character more than the wrestling me too um so
1: Jericho now has beaten Bandito Brian Danielson and Dalton Castle and then after Dalton Castle I believe Jericho took out the ROH announcer that was sitting in
2: did he or I thought like some I forget the guy's name who came out from backstage
1: No, he was sitting at the desk.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Because remember, he he
1: also was going to take out the announcers, he said.
2: That's right, yeah.
1: I wonder if this leads to Adam Cole coming back and having a feud with Jericho.
2: That would be cool. I mean, this storyline for ROH is like the best thing that AEW has done since getting It's
1: the most eyes getting on ROH. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean, they've actually made an actual storyline for the titles. Or at least one title, I should say.
1: So, I mean, that'd be cool if Adam Cole came back and then became the champ. But
2: yeah,
0: all right, let's pause here. This is uh, Stu Hart stretching people.
2: <laughs> stretching people.
1: <laughs> 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 That's why I couldn't
0: feel nothing there. I was uh,
2: like, I, I've never seen that fellow yet, when you got the thing properly applied, that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for have you as a <laughs> Five or six weeks
0: or so with the red rose red, the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you say? I not feel that thing. at the veins in it. They're getting lips against my little blue, so it is. Of, and they get <laughs> <laughs> And that is <laughs> Stu torturing a man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stu. <laughs>
2: You know what's even Our funnier is, is that your impression, impression of him is, that is like on? almost spot on. I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seen yeah. Listeners of the show, I wasn't joking. This is how Stu was. He, I don't know <laughs> if anybody could make out what he was saying and all that, but he was saying, I've never seen it when it hasn't made a man's eyeballs <laughs> turn blue for about five or six weeks afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right.
1: The main event of AW Dynamite this week was John Moxley versus Heyman Adam Page for the AW World Championship. Uh, this is the first time these two have had a singles match together. It's been building for a couple of weeks. We've talked about it. Now, before we talk about what happened up until that point, how did you guys, you know, find the match? It started off with the brawl on the outside. Heyman interrupted Moxley's entrance from the stands. Um, Eventually, Moxley bled. Of course, uh, we had he actually hasn't
2: bled in a while. Like yeah. it's been like a month.
1: <laughs> we had MJF up in the stands with the chip watching on. Um, so yeah. up until what happened with Hangman later, what you guys think of the match?
2: I I thought it was like I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't probably the best main event they've ever had, but I mean I thought it was pretty good for a title yeah. match.
1: How about you, Tim? It was pretty
0: good. I kind of feel like the same sentiment where. Sh- th- again, like, Raw and Dynamite bo- both this week kind of felt just like, yeah, it was fine, overall. You know, I hate to say it like that, but it was nothing like, I, I didn't have any big complaints, but, like, also I wasn't blown away by anything.
1: Well, it's yeah. funny when the best thing on the show is a promo compared well, yeah, to Yeah, I mean, that promo was
0: worth the yeah. whole show for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, let's talk about what happened. Uh, Moxley went for a... Do they call it a lariat? Or a clothesline? Yeah. Or whatever. Same thing. Now, Mox or Hangman took it, and he did like kind of a backflip spin, and he ended up smacking his head. Now, at the time I saw it, I didn't think it looked that bad. I feel like I've seen yeah. people fall that way a million times. He's also I,
2: fallen that way. Yeah,
1: I thought that, it, you know, basically the match had to end with referee stoppage, and... I thought, you know, maybe they're just doing this so that Hangman doesn't look bad or something, and Moxley, you know, looks fine. Yeah, I believe though it was real.
2: That was definitely real.
1: Yeah, and was, like, even even as, after they showed the replay, I still didn't think it looked you that shoot, bad though. He was shooting other people, and would say differently. Yeah, other people online would say it actually looked bad, but. No, it was know, it was pretty scary. Mary, um
0: it was scary to see him like you can yeah. tell when somebody gets knocked out when I don't know, they just like immediately go limp. You can just like see it. They just become Yeah, but it's
2: also like you usually put your arms up like your yeah. arms go up if like you're face like, still was, conscious and everything, but you're yeah, you're, like face planted. It was scary.
1: Now, um
2: so, so the, real quick, so I think the, t- Tim has a funny joke. So, I got – Tim was cutting my hair this week. He had a funny joke about um, Hangman and this part where him not listening to – or not taking a oh, voice. No, what some, was
0: it, Tim? Well, we all, uh, we all love our dark memes. Dark memes are always uh, – Yeah. But, of course – Now that Hangman's okay,
2: we know he's Yeah, good. we know he's
0: okay now, guys. All right? But somebody made a meme that was like facing off Hangman and uh, – And Moxley and speech bubble above Moxley says, You might want to take this lariat different. And then uh, Hangman says, I don't take advice from veterans. And then the next picture is him like (laughs) face planted into the ground. Like, God.
1: Um, So there was no winner. It had to come to referee stoppage, though I assume Moxley was going to win. Anyway, because yeah. they've been setting up MJF and Moxley as a match, they had to kind of call an audible. Um, I believe they had to call an audible. I still, yeah. I still never know, man. I still think uh, you know.
2: Well, this part like MJF after. came
1: MJF came out. You yeah. know, took off a shirt, got in the ring, acting like he was gonna cash in the chip right then and there. Went up to the ref and gave it to him. Then said never mind. And at the top of the ramp, MJF said that he wanted Moxley at a hundred percent, and that he would. He told Moxley when he would cash it in, and yeah. So that's going to be at full gear. So we do have that main event now book. If they do not pull the trigger on MJF being champion, oh. I don't. That crowd's going to go crazy, dude. It's it's just ridiculous. And I, so I, I don't know what to, what I'll think yeah. if they. Don't so this pull part
2: that of dynamite, did you, like I asked him too, like, did you think this was planned, or do you think they just like yes! sent it? Yes, I
1: feel bad saying it though. Because then Hangman took to Twitter, and they sold it, but it's like, did they want MJF to wing the whole announcing his cash-in? Yeah. Or was that a planned announce to the world that he was cashing in? Unless they were like, go out there and announce that you're going to cash it in at at Full Gear, or was it like, I I feel bad saying maybe it's a work, but...
2: Because I was like, maybe the match ended, then Moxley's like, out or whatever and then he awake? like actually is going to cash in like he did if it's not a she work i'm
1: sorry for downing it and yeah. sorry to you hangman I know I'm, sorry that, yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> that i'm <he> sorry that you hit <laughs> your
0: noggin all right but if this is a week
1: that's a dark way to do it <laughs> i wouldn't put it past tony con to be honest um but yeah, that wrapped up Dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown really quick, unless you guys have something else to add to that.
0: Well, is this? Are we doing any other AEW stuff still? or Are we just? Are we wrapping up with
1: AEW? We can go into Rampage. No, we're okay. But or um, we do Rampage after SmackDown.
0: <laughs> I mean, we don't even have to. But I was gonna say, what's up with uh? I was reading an article about Punk's uh, contract being possibly bought out. I was being reported mm. all over the place. Possibly, ringside yeah, possibly. news. That was the but one that, I which saw. Which
1: is something that I said would have happened. Yeah. Which is something I said a couple months ago would possibly be happening. Yeah,
2: like that's what Mussolini. everyone thought. The the, the best, <laughs> the best solution. You was. Know other be.
1: lyrics, right?
2: No,
1: oh. <laughs> that's the lyric.
0: Like Mussolini.
1: <laughs> that's it. I how you know there's other lyrics besides that one. That's the only one you ever say.
0: <laughs> oh, those are the best ones.
1: Corny. <laughs> Let's get into SmackDown. SmackDown opened up with uh, Sola Sokoa versus Sheamus. Winner was Sola Sokoa, and afterwards the Bloodline uh, take out Sheamus by putting his arm up against a chair or locked in between a chair and Jey Uso, who is now being known as the hothead of the group. They're kind of selling that whole thing. Uh, He better cool off, my dog. Took a chair shot. Oh, my God. Took it, my dog. (laughs) God, same <laughs> I mean. um, said so they take out Sheamus' arm, and yeah, we'll have to see what goes on with Sheamus after that.
0: Um, were you guys, no, Andy wasn't. Jeremy, were you watching when Sheamus was the great white?
2: <laughs> that was. Yeah. And he was a baby face
0: white. on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. And everyone it was like. Um,
2: Very white. Like, they made him, like, even more white then. And he would be, like... Like, he was 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 very pale. And he'd be like,
0: too many limes. Too many limes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he had, like, a... (laughs) That was, like, full-on, like, Irish character. Oh, yeah, that was
0: hilarious. Yeah.
1: We had uh, a promo backstage from Bray Wyatt. Now, this is where it got interesting. His promo's made it seem like at first he was talking to the audience but then towards the end it makes it seem like he's talking to someone else
2: yeah this was i really like this promo
1: in the end he ended up saying that he's basically gonna hurt people and not be sorry for it right
2: yeah basically basically, this is his journey or whatever and like he's not listening to anyone anymore
1: but uh, yeah, he made it seem like in the in the first they had me in the s- in the first half uh, that <laughs> that he was talking to the audience, but then I think he wasn't by the end. Uh, at some point in the show, whether like I said before, whether it was SmackDown or Raw, we had a little clip from uh, what it, the person they're calling Uncle Howdy. I don't know if it is the person in the mask, but the person they showed was a guy with a mustache and a cowboy hat, and he said, mm-hmm. "Howdy." So I don't know. I don't know if they're two different. Is that characters. what he said? He said Howdy. That's all he said. But that's Uncle Howdy. And it didn't look like Bray Wyatt from the, from the profile view.
0: For those who are not a cowboy, Howdy sometimes in weird places of the country can mean hello or hi. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Tim.
1: Just helping. Yeah. Howdy. Liv Morgan beat the shit out of Sonya Deville after their match. Uh, this is kind of It seems like a character character change, like she's going like crazy. She came out dressed as Harley Quinn, and then she's smiling and laughing through pain. She did a superplex to Sonya Deville into a pile of chairs and was laughing about it afterwards, after her, she herself went through it. So, kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's a heel or just a crazy character.
2: Like Yeah, I... I feel like they would have, like, I don't know, done something more to be like, oh, and here's a character change for her. It was
1: ever since she lost the title Extreme Rules, she's been doing... Remember during Extreme Rules, she got tapped out, but she was, like, laughing and smiling during the...
2: Yeah, but I feel like they would have more, like, backstage, like, vignettes or whatever for her. Like, being crazy. Nope. Come out and do a match and be insane now. Nope.
1: (laughs) You would think? (laughs) Um... We had a face-to-face between Braun Strowman and Omos, who it's been announced they are going to have a match at Crown Jewel.
2: I'm not looking forward to that.
1: I never thought there would be a man that would make Braun Strowman look small. Yeah, But Omos towers what? over Braun Strowman, man. Did you see Omos when... shoved him, and Braun Strowman flew out of the ring.
2: Did you see when he shoved him, though? He did, like, this weird stance before. Yeah, it like, was weird. It was, did, like, like, it, was, it was like, he uh. was like, uh? <laughs> he was like, hesitate, and then yeah. pause. <laughs> It's like when like in like football, like in NFL, they're like doing practicing like the offensive line and they're doing like the drills Come and <laughs> go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It's almost like he forgot what to do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like what uh, just happened.
1: We had Mysterio Ray Mysterio versus Lugvid Kaiser in a match. Um Who? It was actually a pretty good match. <laughs> Lugvid Kaiser. Do don't do that.
0: I don't know I don't know who that is. Ludwig one of Lud, Ludwig husband. Borga is an Imperium. Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Borga is a wrestler from the nineties. WWE. Oh my god! He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's they re-gimmicked him. He lost some years.
1: Ray was wearing a, a Macho Man tribute gear, I believe. I feel like I put this on here for a reason, and I can't remember what it was besides it being a good match. <laughs> I feel like there was something else I needed to add to it. Do something with your life, now you I little can't remember. shit. <laughs> you little
0: bitch. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> We've told that, we don't have to tell that story. We've told that story it's on It's one of the best that.
0: stories. I'm sorry. Anytime I He, th- said, he
1: said, you little bitch. Yeah. He said, you little bitch. For, you know, for
0: new listeners who don't know. There's somebody told a story. It may or may not be real. I'd like to think it is real Uh, as Rey Mysterio (laughs) was walking to the ring. I'm sorry. It makes me laugh every time. But when he puts his head up against the kids and he says something to him, one time on Reddit, a kid said, yeah, I was one of the kids once. And he put his head up against mine and he said, Do something with your life, you little bitch. And then he walked away and goes, I don't know what he said to the other kids, but he kept it real with me.
1: Mustafa Ali has different gear on. He's not in tights, he's in like fighting shorts. I'm sorry.
0: That story kills me.
1: Do something with your life, you little bitch. You little peach. Little peach. Finally, the the final segment of SmackDown was Logan Paul coming back. The fans are really divisive when it comes to... Uh,
2: divisive. Or divided. They're very
0: right? divisive. Yeah, yeah. divided. The fans are evil. They were waiting for Logan Paul backstage. They're trying to ruin
1: him. <laughs> um, but he comes out there, cuts a promo... Uh so that talks about how he challenged the goat and that he's been um doubted everywhere he went. Um they are gonna have a match at Crown Jewel and earlier in the night Sami Zayn told Jay Uso and the rest of the bloodline not to get involved in the Logan Paul um stuff, to not touch Logan Paul. He said it came from the tribal chief himself. Jay Uso, though, of course, did not listen and comes out and attacks and comes out and attacks Logan Paul at the end of the show. Um, Sammy Zayn has to come out and tell Jay to get out of the ring, and that's how the uh, show went off the air. Oh! Well, tells him to get out of the ring, but then he goes for one more thing, and Logan Paul gets a knockout punch, and so it's Jay Uso that's left laying in the ring. Logan Paul gets out safely. That wrapped up SmackDown. I almost didn't want to even talk about Rampage this week. Well, I got uh, a quick thing
2: about Sammy and, and uh, it's Jay, right? That's the one. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Just imagine. I just want to like for storyline to continue all the way through like Royal Rumble, and just imagine those two in the ring, and like Sammy accidentally knocks Jay out of the Royal Rumble,
1: or and gets him like out of the Rumble.
2: Yeah, or something like that. And it's like I feel like that's gonna where I'm it's gonna, gonna term, like story culminate time. to,
1: and then they have a match at Mania. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Something's got to happen eventually. Yeah. Why else would you pit them against each other for so long?
2: Yeah, it has to be. And also, it has to be Sammy, the one that's not, like, gets kicked out of the bloodline then. Yeah. Because that'd be weird the other way.
0: He says, I'm not going anywhere, my I know, dog. I'm-, I'm here for life.
2: <laughs> Yeet.
1: <laughs> Yeet. Because we have saying in here. You the twos and we the ones. <laughs> God. Yeah, my dog. My dog. That's what he said.
2: Yeah, and then Roman starts cracking up. And then Logan, hey, Logan and Paul starts.
0: That's why the crowd's <laughs> so divided, though, because, you know, Logan divisive. Paul. Yeah, they're so, <laughs> they're so divisive. The crowd's so divisive because they're split. You got the WWE Universe, and then you got Logie's Brogies. And those are his fans. What? Say that again? Logies Brogies? Isn't that what he calls them on his YouTube channel? (laughs) What?
1: Does he really? I've I've never listened to his YouTube channel.
2: No, I don't think he does. I've seen clips. That's not as much as I can watch. He's like,
1: what's up, brogies?
0: Thanks for tuning in to see Logie. No. (laughs) I, I I should do his branding for him. Oh my God! Please no. So
1: rampage this week. I almost didn't write anything down, dude. I went so. through everything that I have. I'm trying to hold it together, guys. <laughs> Someone's got to.
2: <laughs> so I was yes, writing anything
1: game. down. I almost didn't write anything down from rampage. I was going through all the segments. And I was just like, there's fucking nothing here. So the only thing I wrote down was the opening, which was the acclaim versus varsity athletes. Not even gonna talk about the match. The whole reason why I want to talk yeah. about it is cause it was title versus trademark of scissoring. Yes. They claim one so they can scissor. And we're <laughs> not scissor each other. <laughs> so
2: they, they they scissor each
1: other, the, yes. They, they scissor can use each the other. term yeah, they do scissor, yeah. <laughs> they can scissor so that they can scissor daddy ass. That's the whole, that's why, that's the yeah. whole reason. Um and that's it. They won, they <laughs> <gave> <laughs> that's It Dad almost got banned What's for it? a week. There was no point of that trademark Mark Sterling stuff.
2: Well, you know was... what? The funniest thing I saw was during the Phillies game it's last night. Uh, there in the was like In the dugout, they were scissoring each other. And well, I was I, like, this is why <laughs> I'm a Phillies fan. I
0: also saw... Uh, because I'm a big fan of the major I thought you were going to be like,
1: I was also scissoring. Um, I was also <laughs> yeah.
0: scissoring the In other, the other d- night. Alex. And let me tell you, it was fantastic. <laughs> All right, so anyways. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I saw that. I'm sorry, guys. I saw that. Uh, I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. Oh. <laughs> the- Oh, uh, since I'm a fan of the major pod that Mark Sterling, I guess because he had scissor gear made and stuff, (laughs) he's like already selling it on there. He's like, all right, I got to get my money back. Yeah. On Whatnot, it's like a buy, it's like a live, it's like Twitter or it's like TikTok. You like buy stuff on there and like he's like already selling the gear. He's like, I got to make my money back on this shit. It was one week.
1: (laughs) You guys good?
2: All right, yeah. So what's the next, Andy?
1: <laughs> Let's get into Halloween Havoc. The first match uh, was a ladder match for the champion of the North. Ah, <laughs> here we go. Right, you're
2: starting this. <laughs> it was for go. the
1: night American championship. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> they, they stretch each other out. All
0: right, all right. Let's get back on. Let's get back on the rails here. All right. <laughs>
1: It was North American title ladder match. We had Wesley f- uh, versus Von Wagner versus Nathan Fraser versus Carmelo Hayes versus Ora Mensa. <laughs> Uh I thought every guy got the shine in their own way during this match. Rub, uh, I'm a big Nathan shine. Fraser fan. Racket except strike. for I didn't like how every time I saw Nathan Fraser, uh, a.k.a. Brendan Fraser, um, I think that's you awful. know, hit a spot, I'd see him on the ground I'd see him on the ground looking around, but he like like waiting for the next box. It's not like he was like selling it. And then he would like fix his hair after like he just got frog splashed on. I like that was bothering me. Oh then, yeah, yeah. I don't turn that about. match. Yeah. Um but the winner was Wesley. Wesley used to be part of MSK until his partner was let let go because of some accusations that I don't think were followed through in the end from his wife. I want to say ex-wife now. Um, but yeah, Wesley is your new uh, North American champion. All these guys were are really good. All of them, I think, are future stars. Um, Nathan Fraser is, was trained by Seth Rollins. Carmella Hayes is the former North American champion. Arthur Mensa, Ora Mensa used to be in uh, NXT UK under a different name. And, yeah, Wesley, I already talked about. So Wesley's your new North American champion. Um, And he's kind of crazy in the ring. He can do some pretty insane stuff. Next, we had a casket match. Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller. All right. I hate casket matches. I never thought they were good, even when The Undertaker was doing them.
2: All right? It is very awkward when it's like, let me lay you down in here.
0: I like the one where Kane... The one where Kane puts. (laughs) Well, I was about to take it somewhere too dark, and then I was like, "Never mind." I was going to say I like the one where Kane put Katie Vick in the The casket. casket.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then when Vince almost had Triple H. uh... No, but there's one where
0: there's one where Kane like kills the Undertaker in a casket, and then his soul ascends into heaven. (laughs) That one's pretty bad.
1: Well, during this, this match, match. <laughs> during this match, they had a casket out there, and Apollo Cruz is laying on top of it. Grayson Waller does a move off the turnbuckle and breaks through the casket. Lights go dark, and druids come out and bring out a new casket. Um, I hate the supernatural shit.
0: A new <laughs> casket.
1: And Apollo Crews was standing also after being busted through the... He was just standing at the top of the ramp with the Druids. It was weird. I did not like this match. Um, Then throughout the night, we had Alba Fire chasing Mandy Rose through a haunted house. This was garbage, too, in my opinion. But if you like the cinematic stuff... Good for you, as Christian Pale would say backstage who, during the filming film of the movie.
0: Right into the show... The pwfanpod at gmail.com. If who are these people that are like, dude, you know what the best part of the show was? Fucking
2: cinematic stuff. Sick. It's like,
0: no one. <laughs> yeah, no we'll,
2: one ever. We'll buy a ticket. We'll buy a ticket to watch another screen inside the arena.
0: Yeah. It's like, come on.
2: <sighs> Thank you, Matt Hardy. Yeah. It worked you, during man. COVID because no one was there. And that was it. Didn't even work. I hated it. Well, you know what I mean, guys.
0: (laughs) God. I don't need... You know what? I'm going to have have a controversial statement here. I didn't even like the AJ Undertaker one. I was like... I was bummed. I was like, man, you guys just aren't going to have a match for real. You got to do this. Yeah.
2: You know, I think why I liked... Matt Hardy's thing was because I didn't watch Impact anyway, so I just watched it like another T V show. Yeah.
1: True. I don't know who had the first cinematic match in WWE. I don't know if it was Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt or if it was Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton in the
2: House of Horrors. I think that was that was, the was first terrible. One. Yeah, that was that was bad.
1: <laughs> I think that was the first. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, we had a Weapons Wild match. It's basically an Extreme Rules match. Roxanne Perez versus her former best friend, Cora Jade. Uh, Roxanne Perez, after this couple-month-long rivalry, uh, got the best of Cora Jade. Uh, match was all right. <sighs> <Whatever>. It was <laughs> Whatever. all right. There were some matches on here. I was just like, this is terrible. This next match, though, them. the ambulance match was... This ambulance match was actually wild. All right. We had Julius Creed of the Creed brothers facing Damon Kemp, who is God, who was that Olympic gold medalist that recently was signed? Oh, Kurt Angle. Oh. Jacob Stevenson, whatever Stevenson. Damon Kemp is his younger brother. <laughs>
2: Sorry. The way that Tim answered
1: that. <laughs> so we had Julius Creed and Damon Kemp, who actually had wrestled each other in high school, separate high schools, um, or it was nationals colleges. I don't know one of the two. They have a history. They both oh, used to be in Diamond Mine. Damon Shelton Kemp, <laughs> Charlie Haas. Um, <laughs> So, if Julius Creed lost, his brother would have to leave NXT. Well, Julius Creed beat the shit out of Damon Ken. This match was was actually a lot crazier than I thought it was. It was probably one of the craziest ambulance matches I had seen before. Um, I was not expecting big stuff from this. Crazier than Kane uh,
0: putting car <laughs> car batteries on Shadow Max junk. <laughs> or <Horror. laughs> Okay. And then tombstoning him into the ambulance. <laughs> oh wait, I do remember
1: that match actually, dude. It was nuts. Just watch it for yourself. Man. All right. After that, our haunted house <laughs> stuff with Alpha Fireman Rose. Finally, they made their way to the arena and they had a match in the the ring. By that point, I didn't even care anymore, dude. Did not care about their haunted house that turned into a match. Mandy Rose retained. Well, by that time, we the five-star basically.
0: ambulance match had worn you out. You were just so, like, taking <laughs> I it back. It was
1: you take it I just, there is no hardcore match I will ever say is a five-star match.
2: Not even just, that one?
1: No. I'm just saying, the stuff they did, I I was watching like, Jesus Christ. It was just that kind of reaction to it. Yeah. Like, but our main event made the entire show, I think, worth it because it was, it was phenomenal. NXT Championship triple threat match. Ilya Dragunov, JD McDonough, and Braun Breaker. This match was pretty crazy. Uh, Braun Breaker ended up winning. It, in my opinion, showcased that Ilya and JD McDonough um, are both definite threats to the championship. And... Um, if you are watching it and listen to Booker T the whole time, who, if you didn't know, is now the NXT announcer.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot his name. And Wade
1: down. Barrett, who uh, was the NXT announcer, is now the Raw announcer, Smackdown. I believe. SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, if you were watching the match and you listened to Booker T, he became a huge fan of JD McDonough throughout this match. I thought all guys sh- shined very well. Um, there were some really, really cool moments and a lot of false finishes that I thought could have go e- gone either way, to be honest. Um, so if you haven't watched the match or the pay-per-view, at least watch this pay-per-view if you're listening. Or I mean, at least watch this match from the pay-per-view if you're listening. It was, it was really, really good.
2: Um, Do you think they're going to call it Braun Baker anytime soon?
1: At, see, I honestly thought that maybe he would lose and be called up already, yeah. but he did not lose. I would say by this time next year he won't be at in NXT. Yeah. He'll probably come up the Raw after Mania, like or that time. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but that wraps up NXT Halloween Havoc, and that wraps up the show, Tim.
0: Well, if that wraps up the show, then I will jump right into uh, telling you guys the uh, classic show of the week, Homework. I'm like the mean teacher. Your Homework of the Week is to watch Survivor Series 2003, and uh, that really, for this match only, is my my main thing on here. Team Austin versus Team Bischoff. Team Austin being Stone Cold Steve Austin, pal. Um, So... Team Austin. Well, versus you did like
1: King. Undertaker versus Vince McMahon. Oh, an Undertaker versus Vince buried McMahon alive. and a Buried
0: Alive match. It's a that's a good match, and also the Kane uh, shocking Shay McMahon's Shane junk, McMahon. junk <laughs> <ambulance> match <laughs> is on that show. Brings it back full circle. Full, Brings circle. It back full circle. And uh, <laughs> your main event of that show is uh, Kane coming back in and doing it an, <laughs> and doing a <laughs> gasket match against <laughs> Katie Vick. <laughs> i'm just kidding that's not really on the show <laughs> i rewatched that segment oh for the first God. time in like years a customer at work was like what's the worst thing that they've <laughs> oh, ever it's done
1: kane. it's kane it's kane
0: so no it's so, terrible you watch it now no well so like this customer was like what's the worst thing that they've ever done and i was like i mean do you really want to know and I was, and I, he's like, yeah, like what's like the worst segment that they've ever done? So I pull it up. I hadn't seen it in years. I st- I'm sorry, I was cracking up. When Triple H walks in, and he has the mask on, and he's like, "Hello, it's Kate. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's get> it. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he the my favorite part. I seriously was crying from laughing. It's so bad. It's terrible. Is he goes? I know that you'll never want me. Because I'm just some scarred, ugly freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so dark, so good. But yeah, anyway, Survivor Series 2003. Kane is only in the one ambulance match. Don't worry, there is no casket match. But uh, Team Michael <laughs> or Team uh, Bischoff versus Team Austin. Shawn Michaels puts on. Uh, Performance of a Lifetime, one of my favorite things he ever did in wrestling. I I absolutely love that performance. And uh, I would say that wraps it up. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This was episode 57. I think we're going to get a lot of sound clips out of this one just based off of how this episode went. But we can't wait to see you next week. Thank you for being a supporter and listener of the show. See you next week for episode 58. Good night and have a good one, everybody.